0: What happens when you take a redneck fishing guide and pair him up with a master beekeeper? Well, we're about to find out. Join our host Ken Milam and John Swan as they help you brave the sting of beekeeping to reap the sweet rewards. This is The Hive
1: Jive. So this is uh, this is different. It's kind of
0: weird. Yeah, very much so. I'm sitting there. I don't know if I like this, but it'll, work. it'll. I like it as long as we have to do it.
1: Yeah, this is true. I mean, at least we're we're still able to to get out there to everybody. So for for everybody tuning in and listening, um, this is going to sound a little bit different to you guys. The Austin is now on official lockdown that is mandated and uh so ken and i are telecommuting in for the podcast this is a a literal remote broadcast
0: <laughs> yeah uh john's at home and i am in the studio i've done my show and uh but we can't we gotta keep talking about the bees john so we just can't quit because they say oh we can't do this no more
1: yeah yeah, we uh, we have too much technology to let COVID-19 get us down. Yeah, that's it. And uh, we
0: got to do it for the bees. Uh, that's right. Yeah, and so, for all the
1: people out there who are
0: keeping the bees and who love the bees. Yeah, yep, sounds good to me. And, uh, you know, with... And at that, you came up Monday and we installed packages.
1: We did. Uh, you got your first two packages in. Mm-hmm. And for our... Uh, For our patrons out there who signed up for the Bee Academy, there was uh, a bee education and training video released on how to install the packages. We went through and recorded the whole thing and put it together into a little training video. It's about 20 minutes long, and it shows you and Max going through and and, uh, giving an example basically of the two separate ways, one of them more humane than the other. And more gentle than the other on how to go through and install your packages into a Langstroth hive. So that's the Patreon Bee Academy out there. If you guys are subscribed to that, you'll be able to see that video. I might go through and and chop up some little... Uh, just kind of like put them in fast forward, uh, time lapse type motion, and, and put out there on Instagram for people to see some of it. But, but yeah, it was uh, it was quite the experience. How do you feel after doing all that?
0: You know, after we did that, I wanted to show you where we I put those hives. That was like a park. I mean, that was pretty. Those bees are in a
1: pretty a pretty part of the world, huh? <laughs> they are actually. I've got a couple of pieces of video where while you guys were doing stuff in the truck, I kind of did like a panning sweep of where the packages were going. And then I have another video of the, the front part of just like the main part of the apiary where we put the first hives. Mm-hmm. And even, even on like an overcast day, like it was on Monday, it is just like an emerald green forest yep. out there. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I have went and opened
0: up the hive. Uh, John says, okay, you don't need to open these hives up for a while because uh, this is not their home. Uh, they, they may leave. So I said, okay, well, I won't open them up. So, but I did go out and open them, the one up we left the box in. And yeah. I opened that up Wednesday and pulled the box out, put the other four frames in, and the bees were doing well. I mean, they, are, they have moved in. And to me, that package looks like filled an eight-frame box.
1: <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> That's a lot of bees so, in there. Yeah, your your package is basically nine pounds of. Be- or sorry, <laughs> oh, no, thirty pounds. Package is three pounds of bees, which roughly equates to nine thousand bees. And an eight-frame box, when the colony is like at peak force, you're looking at twenty to twenty-five thousand bees inside the eight-frame box. A ten-frame yeah. box is closer to thirty thousand. So. It's uh, it's it, it looks like it because it looks like a lot of bees, but in the greater scheme of things, when they have all the wax and all the cells drawn out and they can go through and utilize everything, there can be a ton of bees inside that space because if you think about it, when they make the packages – They actually take them and they shake them all down. They go through this big funnel system that has a queen excluder at the bottom because they don't have time to stop and look for queens. It's it's coming from the commercial guys. So they go through and they just start shaking frames down into these funnels. The funnels go down. Kind of all the bees that are workers that can fit through the queen excluder go down through. The queens try to run back up, and then they can grab them and put them in cages. And they fill up a Folgers coffee can a metal can that is sitting on top of a scale. Mm-hmm. And when that coffee can is full, that's roughly three pounds of bees. So imagine, you know, like your mom and dad back in the day when they were drinking Folgers coffee mm-hmm. out of the tin can, that's three pounds of bees can fit inside that space. So they can compact down pretty well. Um, and that's, you know, it's about 9,000 bees inside that three pound can. And yep. then they take that can and pour it over into one of the screen boxes like you received in the mail.
0: Yep. And folks, uh, well, I'm going to give a shameless plug. And John says, "Oh, hey, don't go for really. It. No, go for it. <laughs> uh, we, I picked up these bees. These two packages from Barnyard Bees, and they did quite well. Now they did stay in the mail. They they came snail mail, and they were basically four days in the mail, weren't they?
1: Yeah, they, there was a bit of a snafu with the shipping. They they shipped them late in the week, and we were really hoping they would arrive on Saturday. But with." everything going on out there right now with all the quarantines and the COVID-19 issues and, and, you know, reduction of staff and people having to stay at home and it being just the postal service itself, which Mm -hmm. doesn't operate on Sunday, the bees didn't show up until Monday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they had a couple extra days in the mail. We weren't anticipating, but they actually arrived in excellent condition. Uh, There was not very many bees dead in the bottom of the, the packages. And just for everybody out there to know, You know, the the bees die off quickly, especially if they're an older bee and they've already lived all the way through the winter. And, you know, their their normal lifespan in spring and summer is about six weeks. So finding dead bees in the bottom of the package is not necessarily something to be shocked about. But the longer they're in there, the more stressed because of super heat or super cold, Uh, they run out of food, things like that you can have piles of dead bees in the bottom of it and then that just means that it's even harder for that colony to get up and get going and get started because the mortality rates can outweigh the production rate for a little while but yours actually came in looking great
0: yeah they came in i mean even after i pulled the box out uh that wednesday they wasn't but maybe maybe three no they probably wasn't a half a cup of dead bees in that box after all the live bees left i'm sitting there wow so they did well and uh but uh yeah they uh they're i'm not sure i i looked into the i pulled the queen the 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 the. what do you call them the queen what the sent the queen the cage. Man? the queen cage the queen cage i took the queen cage uh well, took it out day four yesterday out of the one that had the box so i took it out wednesday and then I took the other queen cage out yesterday afternoon. Uh, both boxes, uh, both eight-frame nukes, our, our brood boxes are doing great, and uh, the queens both are gone. They were they were out of their queen cage, and so I guess there. I didn't pull any combs. I just looked in there. Okay, yep, the both, both empty. Maxie says, "Here, I gotta look and I gotta look, make sure." because there was a bee up in there worker bee up in there and he was making yeah, sure yeah. that uh the queen wasn't in there and i says okay yeah. but
1: uh yeah they that's uh that's actually great that's and when when you guys out there if you are getting packages that's kind of the the process that you're going to go through is your package comes in you should already have your hive set up and ready to go And uh, just a high-level quick overview here of of kind of what we did. There are two different methods that you can use to put the packages in there. One of them is going to be going out. um, Both both instances, you're going to have everything set up. And the way that we do it is we do use a queen excluder, and we put it on the very bottom. Mm -hmm. So you've got your bottom board, then a queen excluder, then your deep brood box, be it a 10-frame or 8-frame, whatever you have. Then your inner cover, and the inner cover should not have a top opening to it. If it does, you want to close that off. And then your lid and whatever you're gonna use for feed, either an entrance feeder or a top feeder or one of the jars sitting on top of the inner cover, however you're gonna feed them, you definitely need to feed them. And if you do have drawn comb, even if it's just one frame of drawn comb that you can spare and put in there, it greatly increases your chances of that package wanting to stay. It's the same concept as a swarm, you're putting into an artificial container that they did not choose. So anything you can do to make it better, make it more acceptable for them is usually good to go. So um, in Gin's case, obviously, you know, they hear us talk all the time about how you cheat on there. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of drawn comb. Mm-hmm. So we gave them a full box of drawn comb. But even if you can just do one frame of drawn comb and the rest of them empty foundation, that greatly increases your chances. Having the queen excluder on the bottom greatly increases your chances. Not having a top entrance where she could potentially escape It greatly increases your chances, Uh, and, and basically, you just want them to commit and stay long enough that she starts laying eggs, and then they're good to go, and then at that point, it's basically a regular colony, and you don't have to have so many constraints, but you take your package, and you take four of the frames out of your container, and you can either mist the package with water and then kind of tamp it on the ground so they all fall down, turn it over, and shake it down inside the box, Or you can set the entire box down inside the hive and then just pull the cover off the top of it where the hole is open, where the sugar can would go, and let them come out on their own accord. Now, obviously, there is a sugar can and a queen in there, and you take that can out first, and you take the queen out of there, and then there's a little board that kind of secures everything and holds it in place while it's being shipped. You can use that board. That's what we did. Ken slipped it right back over the top of the hole to keep Mm -hmm. the bees from coming out of the package. Um, put your queen in her cage down in between two of the frames, and you can either staple the cage that has a little strap already attached to it. You can staple that strap to a frame and hang it down between the frames, or you can go through and actually take the strap off, turn the cage kind of sideways and use the frames to wedge it together, and... I'll try to get some steel frames out of the video to show you guys like the orientation of that. But preferably you want to put the candy side facing up and you remove the cork in the queen cage from the candy side only, not the other side. And you put that down inside there, put it between the frames. You either dump the bees into the side that you have the open frames removed from or you set the whole package in there. If you are dumping them in, once you get all the bees out of the package and dumped in there, you go ahead and gently add the frames back in place. Put your inner cover on there, and then go ahead and get your feeder set up and close it up and walk away. And then if you're putting the entire box in there, you set it down in there. When you're ready to go, you move that that board cover off of the top of the hole, put your inner cover in place, put your feeder in place, close it up. Walk away from it and don't go back for two to three days. That's preferably three days. That's long enough for them to chew through the candy and let the queen out. And you just want to go and make sure that she has been released because at that point, like especially for you, your bees got put in the package, we'll say, one day before they were shipped, just Mm -hmm. hypothetically. Right. And then it took four days during shipment. So the queen was already with those bees for five days. That's plenty of time for her pheromone to kind of spread throughout them. And then there's an additional three days for them to go through and chew through that candy. So now she's been in there for eight days with these bees. They should have already technically accepted her. So on that third day, if you go back and all you're doing really is you're checking the queen cage. If she's not out of there, go ahead and open it up and let her out. But when you do that, hold it down there between the frames and open it up and let her out so that she'll crawl right out onto the frame and down into the darkness of the colony. If you're holding it up in the air by your face... She could crawl out of there, freak out, and fly off, and you don't want that to happen, so hold that down by the the actual hive itself. And then if you did put the whole box inside the colony, pick it up and remove it, set it off to the side, and then go ahead and and put those frames back in place. If the box was in there kind of taking up space, put the frames back in place, close it back up, and walk away and leave them for a week. Just go out there and check their food. Um, If you don't have, like Ken did, if you don't have fully drawn comb, then what you're going to want to do is you're going to feed them, and you're going to feed them a lot more than you initially would anything else. You can feed them a quart, and two days later, you can feed them another quart, and two days later, you can feed them another quart. For that first week to two weeks, you feed them almost as much as they can take. But after they've started drawing comb, you stop, and then you switch around, and you go to the normal feeding guidelines that we always talk about one quart up to two quarts a week maximum so you could feed them on saturday and then feed them again on wednesday and that's it and that's because once they start drawing the comb if you continually feeding copious amounts of nectar or sugar syrup they're going to then turn around and backfill all that available comb with liquid Mm -hmm. and if they do that what happens then they don't have no place to lay that's right. The queen can't lay eggs and yeah. therefore your colony never grows and it could actually spiral and die because you've overfed them. So cut them back, do just the one quart a week up to two quarts a week maximum and, and give them time to draw out comb, use what they've got inside there to draw more comb and feed the babies and let them kind of grow and expand. And then you'll be good to go.
0: They are some wax producing suckers. Uh, yeah. both, both of them, they had already covered the queen cages with wax and built them and started building into the comb. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't believe. And then they were bridging the combs together and I'm sitting there. Yeah. You know, with, with the box, we had it so close. All the, the frames were so close. They were bridging together. And I know that you told me just as soon, you know, as soon as uh, we opened up and let, re- made sure the queen was going out of the first one we put in that uh, we just dumped in, then spread them apart and and space the uh, frames just to make sure. I guess they have the B space. Uh, to sp- when you space them, does that keep them from bridging together too? So bad?
1: No, the, they do the bridging all the time. It's called burcombe and they'll do it to kind of basically create bridges and pathways so that they can just walk from one frame to the next without having to necessarily go all the way up over the top and around. Um, they'll just cross across those bridges. It's also a way that they can secure things and keep things from moving. Um, it's it's completely natural for them to do that. So okay. when you see them build in burr comb between the frames, it's, uh, it's a normal
0: occurrence. Okay. And uh, this bunch of bees, they even had drones. They had drones in there, too.
1: Yeah, the max. in the package. Yeah, yeah. every it's pretty dis, uh, indiscriminate. Everybody gets shaped in. <laughs> like okay. It doesn't matter. But um, th- even swarms in nature, though, they'll have drones with them. It, mm-hmm. The drones can get caught up in the swarm and they can go off with the swarm. So,
0: yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, these packages they were so easy to put in i was kind of well you know I, I did what john tells me not to do i went and looked at all of the different ways of putting packages in on youtube and then uh well john just went out there okay this bunch here we're going to do this uh, it's hard on the bees he opens it up boom 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 okay then they all fell on top of the frames and down they went And then, uh, well, you had some of the frames out, too. But then the other one where you put the box in, uh, took four combs out, put the box in, and then we shut them down. And then I went back. It was Monday. We put them in. Wednesday, I went and pulled the box out. Both bunches were just as happy as they could be. I think it was yep. a little easier on me not seeing them beat out and beat out of the box <laughs> yeah. or thumped out of the box.
1: That's how most people are. They, they, when it comes right down to it, and that's why I said the more humane way is to set the entire container in there. But I mean, it really depends on how much space you have, what type of hive you have, because some people that have war hives or the Sam Comfort style of hive, or even some top bar hives, depending on their dimensions and how they're made, you cannot lay the box down inside the container because the box won't actually even fit inside the container inside the hive. So that is the only way at that point to get them out is to mist them, shake them down, turn them over and literally pour or shake them into your container and then close it up real quick. So, people need to know how to do that because it is a requirement based on certain hive styles. But ultimately, though, yes, some people are definitely like, no, I don't want to hurt them. It's going to be bad. And it really, if you're gentle about it, like Max was the one actually doing the stuff. I was talking everybody through it. (laughs) And Max did really good. In fact, he was being so gentle at first that he couldn't get the bees to move because they were hanging onto the screen. Mm -hmm. And he realized there was going to need to be a little bit more force to it. but in the greater scheme of things it actually it doesn't hurt the bees the the insects are a little bit more resilient than we would be if we were in there being bounced around with our soft squishy flesh (laughs) but but yeah so we we showed both
0: examples for everybody well well, at that you know max is a little more delicate or a little more tender and and john and max both are dad slow down you're you're doing this too fast dad dad, slow down (laughs) and i'm sitting there slow down hell i gotta get this done we got nine more packages to to uh start uh doing uh practice runs on by the way here for that's you. right
1: you got <laughs> your first two inaugural packages in and done and you've got nine more on the way that'll be here probably in april
0: yeah that's when they'll be here uh probably uh six of them are gonna be the first and then the other three will be about mid-april yeah we got corneola yeah, right and we got russians coming See, that's going to be awesome for everybody. Yeah, we're going the bunch I just put in, or the bunch we just put in, are barnyard bees. And then we're going to have six carniolans. Then we're going to have three Russians, Russian hybrids. And I didn't yeah, order and- any Scrats. <laughs>
1: You didn't end up not yet. Not yet anymore, anyway, quote yet.
0: unquote. No the the has got some scratch, so I'm I'm still th- I'm still thinking.
1: But you done told yeah, me but, We don't need no more the, bees. We split Yeah, the closer the closer it also gets to April and May, the more expensive everything becomes yeah. too. And we split two hives. Yeah, we did. And I don't I don't know that we have enough time necessarily to talk about it on today's segment or not, okay. but we um, we could go through and if we what we'll do is we'll we'll make the next segment. So your guys' episode that will come out next Monday, which will be right about the 1st of April, um not literally, but close (laughs) somewhere around there um what we'll do is we'll go through and we will talk about doing splits and we'll walk you all the way through um all the gymnastic protocols no i'm kidding we'll we'll go through and walk you through how to actually split your colonies so that you can go through and create a new colony out of one or even two colonies or three colonies out of one depending on how big and how strong it is and what your resources are but we'll dedicate the entire next episode to that i know that Depending on where you're at and what region you're in, there's a lot of beekeepers that have already started doing splits. Um and so for some of you guys, you may be like, "Man, I needed that like 2 weeks ago or 3 weeks ago," but um we're we're on a little bit of a different time scale since how we're not both uh, in the studio at the moment. So yeah. that'll that'll kind of change our episodes for a little while. They'll they're not necessarily going to be as long as you guys are used to, but um, we're, we're kind of, we've kind of got about an hour time slot to get all of our recording done. So we'll, uh, we'll go through and we'll talk about that on next week's episode and we'll walk you guys through all that. And hopefully you'll be able to put that to good use. And, and actually you've still got plenty of time to do your splits. Um, People that are doing them earlier, it's usually because their colony is uh, a little overzealous and already trying to potentially swarm. And in that case, you don't have a choice. You have to go ahead and do it. But otherwise, doing splits in April is perfectly fine. Um, Doing them in March is perfectly fine. You can do splits in May. Uh, June is really when it starts getting to the, yeah, I don't know if you should do that or not. You may be taking care of that colony all year because by that point, it's late enough in the season that... The main nectar flows are already peaking or going to be ending soon, and the colonies don't have as many resources to use to go through and build up. So you have to spend more time feeding them and kind of taking care of them and babying them. But we'll talk about that one on next week's episode. That'll give you guys a little bit of teaser of things to come there.
0: And at that... Max asked me about doing fall splits. He, 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 he watches too many YouTube videos like me. But uh, he says, Dad, if you do fall splits, you can get the honey. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm sitting there. Okay. But I will t- say this, folks. John showed me how to split. He shouldn't have done that. I'm yeah. going to have about 42 <laughs> hives of bees before long. I, but now... Well, that's- <laughs>
1: That's okay, because I keep telling you stop buying bees. You have plenty of colonies right now. You can split them and get to the number that you want to in a year very easily. And you didn't believe me.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a, folks, it's easy to split them as long as John does it.
1: <laughs> as long as John does it, as long as John does well, it, it's easy. <laughs> John walked you. John walked you through how to do it. Yeah, no. and uh, walked walked Max through how to do it. So between the two of you, I'm sure you can figure it out. But, yeah, in the spring when you do them, you can get away with a lot more. And we did some very simple splits when we did these first ones. And if you do the late fall splits, you actually have to do it a little bit differently. They've got to be equal. You're truly pulling a minimum of five full frames and you're overwintering them in a nuke. Um, you know, and, and we didn't do that. We we did a much slimmer version because right now we are coming into the, the beginning of our nectar flow in spring and there's ample drones out there. There's ample food out there. There's plenty of time to make comb so we could take a, a few more liberties with uh, going through and doing ours. But those are all things, again, we'll, we'll cover yep. that for everybody next week. Yep. Well, and there's a lot uh, to do there.
0: Uh, feeding the, we're feeding the fool at them. But our nukes are doing great. The, the splits are the ones that we took out. So everything's good and john i know we're running out of time so so i just wanted to thank you for coming out and and uh showing us this cuz that was that was very interesting on the splits and then putting the boxes in putting the packages in so folks uh this <laughs> has been fun that's all it's it's just too
1: much fun well, and we, we managed to get it in literally the day before Austin implemented the mandatory yeah. lockdown. Yeah. So we, we lucked out on that. Um, it was fun for me, too, because I got to have all these other fun little adventures, like watching you get your truck stuck yeah, we and did. driving in a hole. <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: I got stuck. But, uh, oh, yeah, and then, we, uh, we posted I,
1: that on Instagram
0: oh, yes. <laughs> so everybody could see it. Then also uh what we're doing right now which it is swarm season uh we have met max and i uh i think we've got between the two of us we got 26 swarm traps out or we'll have them out by the end of this week and uh like you said uh there's lots of bees out there you don't have to buy (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah 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 they're they're free in so much as the materials that you have bought and the time and labor and paint that you have put into and the hassle of getting them high up in the tree um all of that stuff included quote unquote freebies. bees yep, yep. <laughs> yeah quote
0: unquote so yeah but uh Eric's in there says so we got about we're in about twenty six minutes, so yep So,
1: but, uh, we're coming to the end, folks. We're so sorry, but there will be more hive jive on the way. (laughs) You know, we would rather
0: be talking to y'all for about an hour, talking to the family, but, uh, well,
1: well, uh, blame it on COVID. (laughs) It is. It's all COVID's fault. Once, uh, once this stuff clears up, which God knows how long that could be, could be, they keep saying it could be weeks. I'm thinking it's going to be months, um, so buckle in Uh, this this is going to be probably everybody's new reality for a little while but we're going to make do and make sure that even if they are only 30 minute episodes you guys still have some hive jive in your life you're still going to get your bonus episodes for our patreon members out there you'll still get those every thursday there's a little bit more time so you know the deeper dive episodes and the training videos those things can actually kind of ramp up now because nobody can go anywhere and do anything so uh, but for those of you if you have not actually checked out Patreon, please feel free to do so. It is patreon.com forward slash hivejive, and that's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash hive jive and there's three or four different tiers out there that people can go through and subscribe to if they want to do specifically just the bonus episodes so you get two episodes a week instead of one you can subscribe one level up and you can get the deeper dive episodes which go in really specific on just one certain topic for that entire episode and then the the training and education videos which now there's officially two of yay (laughs) Um, and there will be a third one on the way here shortly so definitely check those out if you want to not required. Your Monday episodes are always free, and they come out every single Monday, and they're going to continue coming out every single Monday. They just might be a little bit more strange and more strange and stranger and stranger as it goes on. Um, (laughs) So I do have a funny story for you, Ken. Okay. Um, And I don't necessarily want to repeat the entire thing, because I, I don't want to add fuel to the fire, but... We got a message from—and I'm going to leave this all hypothetical, but they're going to know who I'm talking about. So we got a message from a listener, and mm-hmm. it was in regards to uh, our comment about, oh, kids, listen to the show, mm-hmm. and we should watch what we say. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the listener commented and said, you know, it's really funny because one of our other listeners, who is a younger individual, mm-hmm. uh, loves sharing the bee knowledge— and was overheard telling one of their friends about the drone episode. Do you Mm -hmm. remember that one? (laughs) Kind of, sort (laughs) of. When we talk about Mm -hmm. what the drones do and all this other stuff and how they don't have stingers. (laughs) Well, in the little kid (laughs) realm of mind thinking, when that whole story came out, there was at least one word that was uh, very inappropriately flip-flopped, And, uh, you know, we're talking about how they don't have stingers and they have Mm -hmm. phalluses instead. And, you know, um, yeah. And and so they're they're repeating this to their friends, showing off their bee knowledge. And the parent was like, that's the funniest thing I've heard. But uh, you guys might have to come up with another podcast that also talks about the bees and the birds so that we can explain this a little better. (laughs) Or the birds and the bees, the birds and the bees. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) We'll let Eric do that one. Oh, parents can take care of that hair. <laughs> oh,
1: the the parent—that's a parent's job. That's what yeah, Eric I was said. like, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily though, they're they're all good sports. They yep. uh, they thought it was entertaining and funny, and and you know it's just one of those things that the, the kids learn it and they're excited about it, and they don't even know what the words mean. But you know what? It just we all thought it was funny, and everybody was laughing. So I'm going to retell it, yep. and get most of it right.
0: <laughs> so. That's what we're we're here to have a whole lot of fun, teach y'all a little bit. Well, maybe teach y'all a lot, and still well, have a little maybe fun, maybe too in the much process. depending on your
1: age. <laughs> spark family conversations you weren't yep. ready to have yet <laughs> yep.
0: yep. oh well oh well you got to start it started, but you, you, that's up for the parents to take care of now <laughs> we just got yep it started. that's right <laughs> good luck yeah so, all right, folks. Well,
1: we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap this one up for the week, and we hope everybody out there is heeding all the warnings and, you know, keep your, keep your distance from everybody. Do the social distancing. If you're in one of the cities that has a lockdown, stay home, enjoy your yard, work in your garden, take your dog for a walk, you know, start doing yoga via online in your backyard or something. But be healthy, be kind, be considerate don't hoard things at the grocery store make sure that there's plenty to go around for everybody out there help your community whatever you guys can do to help everybody get through all this and we will be back with you guys next week so until then be good y'all be safe be healthy all
0: right Bye bye. see you later family thank y'all The show might be over for now, but the sting won't last long. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be swarming in with new episodes Mondays of each month. Until then, behave yourselves.